Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. We wait on Sister Jasmine. Amen. Amen. Where she go? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, a new day. As the scripture teaches us to old taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. So I say tonight, are you blessed in your hearing? Are you blessed, amen, because you still have breath inhaling and exhaling out of you? Are you blessed because you trust in him? Amen. This is Personal Touch International Ministries. This is our weekly Bible study, online Bible study. We thank and praise God for our speaker tonight and the word that the Lord has placed in her in her heart from his heart to deliver to his people. We pray that you have an ear to hear and a heart to perceive. And we pray that even after the, the, the teaching is over, that this word of God will continue to minister to your heart, minister to your mind, even open up doors for you that you will be able to see Amen. What God give you a glimpse of what God has in store for you through his spoken word. So tonight we're going to present Sister Jasmine Hall. Amen. Introduce Sister Jasmine Hall to some and present her to others. Amen. In Jesus' name. God bless you, Sister Jasmine. You too, Pastor. Thank you. (laughs) Tonight I'll be speaking on the spoken word. The scripture is Numbers, chapter 23, verses 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Mm-hmm. And I also looked up the Amplified ver- Version, because sometimes, you know, that's good to look up as well, just so you can get a bit more clarity. Um it said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has mm. he spoken, and will he not make it good and fulfill it? Mm. In this particular chapter of Numbers, we encounter Balaam, a wicked prophet who was noteworthy because although he was wicked, he was not a false prophet. Balaam did hear from God, and God did give him some true prophecies to speak. Hmm. Balaam's heart was not right with God, and eventually he showed his true self by betraying Israel and leading them astray. 
In Numbers 22, chapter 22 to 24, we find the story about Balaam and the king of Moab, a man named Balak. King Balak wanted to weaken the children of Israel, who on their way to Canaan had moved in on his territory. Balak wanted, or Balak wanted Balaam to curse Israel in exchange for a reward. Balaam was willing to curse Israel, but he let Balak know that he needed God's permission. God God told Balaam not to put a curse on the people because they are blessed. So Balak noticed that Israel wasn't cursed. Balak. Like he asked, is it Balaam? Balak. Balak. Balak and and Balaam. Balaam. Okay. Uh So Balak noticed that Israel wasn't cursed, like he asked Balaam in verse 11. He even asked Balaam or Balaam what he did to him. And he says, I took you to curse my enemies, and look, you have blessed them bountifully. And Balaam responded back in verse 12, telling him, must I not take heed to speak what the Lord has put in my mouth? And so um, Balaam let us know here the importance of getting a word from the Lord and speaking it. And then kind of went over to Luke chapter 10, verses 16, and he says, whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. But whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. Mm. Knowing this, we cannot be afraid to speak God's word. Balaam knew he had to speak what the Lord said regardless of what Balak thought. So to continue with the story, Balak tried again this time. They went to the field of Zophim to the top of Pisgah. And so he told him to build the seven altars, and he did, um, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar, like he, uh, like Balaam asked. So Balaam told Balak to stand, you know, by his burnt off- offering while he went aside to meet with the Lord. So once again, the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth. And so uh, that kind of put us, you know, just a little... I guess a little backdrop of the story to conclude the chapter. I mean, I didn't really go to chapter 23 and 24 or 22. I just did chapter 23 since the scripture came out of it. So um, to conclude that chapter, Balak continues to take Balaam to another place where he thinks it will please God to curse Israel. So he kept asking Balaam to go to these different places and thinking that each place, each time, God will allow him to curse Israel. And God kept saying the same thing. Don't curse Israel. Israel is blessed. So he tried again one last time before the chapter ended. And it didn't work once again. And so Balaam still didn't, he only did what God asked him to do. And he only spoke what the Lord told him to say. And so... That's just a little backstory, you know, on Numbers chapter 22 to 24. I do encourage you to read it, you know, when you have some time just to find out a little bit more about what happened. Any questions? Mom, did you want to add anything in that? Hey, man, I was enjoying the story, um, Sister Jasmine. I like the story, too. That was 
Chapter 23. Amen. Okay. So, um, so, in other words, then, no matter who you are, whether you're a prophet on the Lord's side or you're a prophet that's been sent by the enemy, you cannot curse that which God has blessed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it shows here that he'll use anybody to get his word across. So, regardless of what you think you can do, you always have to consult God in the end. So that was a that was a good that was a good story biblically speaking. So how how does that word apply today? The spoken word of God. When God is not a man that He can lie, neither is He the Son of Man that He should have to repent over what He said in His will or what He's promised. So today, how does that apply? I mean, you know, the story about the two prophets, where that was that was good, or the prophet and whoever the other one was, that was good. <laughs> but how does that apply today, sis? Well, I think when God, so for instance, when God gives somebody a word, or when if if you can hear God, I say this: if you can hear God, because some people I don't think can hear God, not all of them. Some people have to get words through prophets and teachers and people who can hear God. So however you hear him, you know, he can put a word through, he can give you a word through people. And usually when he does that, I'm a witness that, you know, whatever is said to you, he will he will do it. He can't lie. He'll bring so it to pass, like, huh? Yeah, he'll bring it to pass. So, you know, it may not come right away the minute somebody tells you, Sometimes it does for some and others. You have to wait. You've got to prove yourself before you get that blessing. But either way, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I think that scripture kind of correlates to. It might correlate to some other things, but for me, that's what I picked up out of it. Mm-hmm. So God promises, you know, he acts on his promises. He's not like a person. He's not like a like a regular hum- human who can tell you something and then don't do it. Hmm. Well, you know, today um, there's a scripture, since you mentioned that about the word coming to pass, there's a scripture also in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 21 through 22. Well, I'll start with verse 20. Mm -hmm. That's uh, chapter 18, verse 20 through 22. Amen. 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 It says that, but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Verse 21 says, and if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord had not spoken? Verse 22 says, when a prophet speaketh, in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet had spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not be afraid of him. Well, you've got a lot of people that are out here speaking the word of God, saying that God sent them and God has called them to be a prophet. I was sharing with Elder Harley earlier today about the written word. 
Amen. We're talking about the spoken word, but on the lines of where we are right at the moment, I don't believe that a person that has not obeyed the the written word that is written in the King James Bible can be, I would say it like this, can have access and use the power and authority of God to say that they're speaking for God. And the scripture here in, in uh, Deuteronomy 18 and 22 says that, you know, that they presumptuously, they spoke it presumptuously, presumptuously. That means arrogantly, overbold, justifying, or based on presumption. In other words, people are out here speaking the word of God, as they suppose, and they're speaking it based upon their need, based upon their desires, based upon what they want out of the individual that they're speaking to. Because the Bible yes. says if, if it don't come to pass, amen, then that person is a lie, and he said they should be, they, that even that prophet should die. Mm-hmm. And in the story that you gave us in Numbers, uh, chapter 23, about Balak and Balaam, which one was the, the, the uh Prophet the prophet? Heard, yeah, the prophet that heard from God. Balaam. Balaam. Well, Balaam couldn't curse God's people, first of all, because he heard God. He could hear God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he could not curse the people of God. He could, he could not... <coughs> excuse me. He could not curse that <coughs> which God had already spoken to be a blessing to God himself. Mm-hmm. I'm about to choke him. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Truly, truly. Amen. As the pastor was saying there, amen, because once God has spoke a blessing, amen, can't nobody come against that. Though, though somebody may come out there and say, you know, and try to prophesy differently, as Deuteronomy say, if this thing does not come to pass, then this word was not from the Lord. Amen. Jeremiah pretty said, pretty much says the same thing. Amen. When a prophet prophesies, amen, he will be known when that thing come to pass. Amen. Amen. Because that word is from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Again, many, many people go out saying the Lord said, the Lord said. But did the Lord really say this thing in the way that we shall know it if, if, if it comes to pass or not? And, again, as Pastor was saying, many people are, are trying to, you know, speak a word from the Lord or either, you know, saying, the Lord give me a word when they have not done the written word. Amen. The thing that we know to do. Amen. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Those things that we know in the written word of God, have we done that yet? Then when God, when the men and women of God do prophesy to us, amen, and then we're waiting on this, and then we're ready to say, well, God said this and did not come to pass, but have you, like you said earlier, Sister Jasmine, have you lined up with the word of God, amen? This thing may take a while, amen. We need to get ourselves in order. We need to be, amen, in a position for these blessings, amen. We want God's word to come to pass. We want to see the manifestation of this thing, amen, but we have not done the written word. Amen, amen. amen. And, 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 and I'd like to add on a little bit more to that, Elder. 
and, and Sister Jasmine and to the listeners, because, see, the written word is what's already been written, the, the, the word, the gospel, that's already been exemplified, and, and Jesus has already set an example for us as to what we need to do in reconciling us back to God. The written word, amen. If we can't obey the written word, how are we going to acknowledge and obey the spoken word? All right. Because uh-huh. the only thing God does is he basically just repeats what he has already written to our situation when he speaks to us, when he amen. sends word to us or when he sends, you know, the word by whatever mouth he's going to use if it's not him himself. You know, then if we have not done the word of God, the written word, how are we going to handle a prophecy? How are we going to handle the spoken word? Because, see, so many people are are in contrary because they always feel like, okay, well, God only says what his word says. That's true. And he says what his word says to my situation. So, therefore, it may not be quoted as thee, thou, and, and, and nay, and all that stuff according to the word of God, but what God says to me can be referenced in his written word. And, see, and that's why we don't understand a lot of stuff. And, like I said, we got a lot of people that have gone out there now saying God has called them. But how can he call you when you have not obeyed his written word? How can you speak his word when you have not obeyed the written word? Amen, Sister Jasmine. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, we see God telling Balak to rise up. And here, God rebuked Balak and taught him about the divine nature, that he is not a man, that he does not lie or change his mind, that he always performs his word, and that he has all strength. God wants us to put our trust in him and not in man. Psalms 118 verse 8 tells us it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Reading Numbers chapter 23, we see that God will use whoever he pleases to get a word across. Although Balaam was wicked in his heart, but still would consult God before he gave a word or moved forward. When God sends his word out, He's going to do what he said he'll do. The scripture clearly states, God is not a man that he should lie. So I then kind of looked into the power of the spoken word. All right. Right now. So we know that God created the world by speaking it into existence. Mm -hmm. The world was formed or framed by the word of God. Hebrews 11 and 3 says, by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So so what that's what it was is or excuse me, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> so that what is seen was not made of things. Mm-hmm. They are visible, that are visible. What God speaks comes to pass. The power of God's spoken word is evident in Genesis chapter 1. Notice the repetitive use of the phrase and God said Whatever God said became a reality. He said, let there be light, plants, living creatures, and to make man in our own image. These things are only here today because of God speaking them into existence thousands of years ago. We have access to the same spoken word power through God. 
The Bible lets us know in Proverbs 18 and 21 that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. So I said, when you speak, are you speaking death or are you speaking life? People die because of something said. Tongues can be weapons of mass destruction or they can give life. To speak life, we must have faith. Only faith will allow you to speak positivity into your life and into other lives. Matthew 21 and 22 says, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Speak positively and positivity in your life. Ask God for positivity if that's something you lack and have faith. He will work that in you and give you the positivity that you just spoke into existence. And I said, again, God said he will do it. Any questions or comments from the apostle or elder? Amen, amen. Just um, just a little comment about that spoken word. Again, you know, like pastor was saying that many people are, you know, want the Lord to speak to them or through them or whatever the case may be, and we have not obeyed that, that written word. You know, I, I'm still just chewing on that right now, you know, looking at when Moses was leading the children of Israel, amen, Amen. And it was like, you know, Moses don't, I mean, the Lord don't just speak to you, Moses, but when the Lord thundered through that camp, amen, they were willing then to hear through Moses, amen, because when the Lord speak, amen, again, we need to be have been obeyed that written word. We need to allow that word to cleanse us because God is a consuming fire, amen. So when God mm-hmm. pass by, when God speak, if we are not where we supposed to be, amen. Do you really want God to speak to you? Do you really want to hear from a holy God when you are not where you're supposed to be? Amen, truly. That could be a dangerous thing. <laughs> Amen, truly, it can be. Amen. We we all want, want God to speak. Like, again, like they say, God don't just speak to you. Amen. These people have gone through things, amen, to be able to hear the Lord. Not saying the Lord won't speak to a new saint. The Lord can do what he wants to do. But, again, we need to be able to obey that written word, allow Mm -hmm. that word to come in, to allow that word to come alive in us and cleanse us out. Mm -hmm. And And then also I thought it was amazing how they took it back to Genesis as far as saying um, God spoke the universe into existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's real power. Nobody else has that kind of power. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he was God the first had, and the last. That's it. God had faith in his own word. Amen. Mm-hmm. He was the first somebody to use faith, knowing that if he spoke it, it was going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And that's why we have to obey the written word of God as well as the spoken word of God. And I don't mean memorize it. I'm talking about obey it because you have it in your intellect. You cannot obey that that's in your intellect. You can study yeah. and know the word of God verbatim. You can know it from Genesis to Revelation, but don't have no power, no access to power because you have not obeyed the written word. And how do you obey the word? You submit yourself unto God. You submit yourself to his will, his way, and that is through his word. And see, and we, we, we try to, you know, as, as believers, we, we like that microwave version 
mm-hmm. of faith. Like to be able to try and go through the back door when the Bible and Jesus had already told us that if we try to come in any other kind of way, we're considered as a thief and a robber. But I'd rather somebody tell me what the words say instead of me studying because I'm too lazy to study. And I don't want to study, so I'd rather get second and third note and hand of this word, this written word. And so, But when you get the word recycled like that, you might not be getting it according to the way it's written. You may very well be getting it according to the way that individual wants you to hear it. And the thing is, mm-hmm. that's why we have to study to show ourselves approved. Because we're workmen, workmen that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly, being able to rightly divide the word of truth means that I've studied. That means that the written word of God has become alive in me, and God has honored his word, amen, that he has allowed to be put inside of me. So, therefore, he has caused his word to come alive in me. See, the written word will come alive in you. Amen. It will quicken your mortal body, letting you know that that spirit man on the inside of you is alive. And that spoken word, when that spoken word is heard based upon the written word, then that spirit man can stand up and begin to confess Christ Jesus out of his mouth because he has the strength then to know that his father is beginning to reign. His father and his word is on board. So we have to be very mindful about the word of God and whether it's spoken or whether it's written. <clears throat> but people are so lazy nowadays, they don't want to do anything. Everybody wants a microwave version of, of salvation, and they want their name in lights, and they want to be able to say, well, God told me this and God told me that, and they ain't living an ounce of the written word. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So when God when God's word is spoken, it should be spoken with power. <clears throat> so don't let concerns of friends, family, coworkers, etc., stop you from speaking the truth when an appropriate opportunity arises. Be more concerned for what God thinks of you, and let the word of God accomplish what God desires. Isaiah fifty five and eleven says, "So will my word be, which goes out of my mouth; it will not return to me void." or useless without result. That's what it said in the Amplified Version Bible. Um, Without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Surrender yourself to God so that he may be able to use you as an instrument of his word. And in the process of this being done, observe how it changes others and observe how it changes you. Matthew chapter 12, 34, verses 34 and 36, or through 36 says, Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth evil things. Mm -hmm. But I say to you that for every idle word man may speak, they will give account of in the day of judgment. And I think, you know, pastor or apostle and elder kind of brought that forth earlier in the message when you were saying to be careful what you let people say to you. You need to go in and study for yourself, apostle. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
You got to know um, the written word. So that kind of ties, that scripture does tie into that, that was already said. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Lord is plainly telling us to be careful on what words come out of our mouth in his name because he will judge, he, we will be judged by him. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. And and that's that a lot of that is going on. I don't have any particular names, and I won't really say any particular names because I don't know. But I mean, I believe that's true, and I believe that's even more, you know, evident nowadays as far as you know the people you see on TV. Some people do their teachings for monetary gain, and you know, some people just do it because they just feel like you know I got the power, so I'm about to say what I want to say, and again, it's very evident and necessary for us to study the word ourselves, like Apostle was saying, because you don't know who's saying what, and the Bible tells us that we have to beware of false prophets, so they're there, and they're out there, so I'd rather study the word for myself, so I hope everybody on the line tonight does that. (laughs) So tonight I have discussed with you a snippet of Numbers chapter 23, the power of God's spoken word. Speaking things into existence by faith. Speaking life into yourself, situations, and even into others. And finally, having a pure heart when delivering God's word. Some questions to think on tonight. Are you are your spoken words from God? Are you speaking life or are you speaking death in others or even in your own life? All right, now. Is your heart pure when you're speaking the word to others, or do you have other intentions? Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. His word is still the same and has, see, I messed up my own writing, sorry. <laughs> His word is still the same as. Okay, so his word is still the same that has been, or as has been those 2,000 years ago when he created the earth. If God said it, he will do it. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. My God. So lastly, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 18, it says, For assuredly, I say to you, shall heaven and earth pass away, one jot or tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. God's word won't change. He tells us in his passages, before this happens, all heaven and earth will pass away. That was my granddaddy's favorite scripture. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I mean, I, it's hard not to remember because he used to quote it all the time. Um, and I do believe that scripture, and that's why I wanted to end with that scripture. Uh, so, did anybody else have anything to add? Apostle, elder, any saints on the line, comments, questions? Amen, mm-hmm. saints. Do you all have any questions or any comments?
Amen. Well, thank God that you just wanted to hear then. Amen. I just thank God for the, for the clarity, uh, Sister Jasmine, that you've given us again through your studies. Amen. Amen. But as a young young woman in Christ, the spoken word of God, the written word of God, is 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 uh, is something that you you've shown yourself to be worthy of that written word because, you know, truly you do study, and we thank God for that. We thank God that you study, you know, before you prepare or study and prepare, you know, the lessons that God gives you to, to share with us, and uh, and that's a beautiful thing. So when the written word, I mean, when the spoken word comes, the written word in you can testify. The written word in you can stand up and, and say, I agree with what I'm hearing that's spoken from God. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, that's yeah. all of When we study the word of God, we don't have to worry about nobody trying to alienate us and fool us. Because, see, the written word will stand up in us when God speaks. Because, see, the Word knows God, and God knows the Word. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Word of God knows God, and it knows how to respond to God. So, therefore, we, we just thank and praise God for the, you know, that, that information that you've given unto us. Because, truly, you know, the, the, the hearers need to know that that there is a difference in in our, the activities in our lives based upon where we are and how we're perceiving the word of God. You know, a lot of people think that they need to start at Genesis to study. Well, you need to pray and ask the Lord, where would he have you to begin your studies at in him? Because, see, when we study the word of God, the word of God teaches us to study the Lord God. In other words, as we said last week, I believe it was, when we study the Word of God, the Word studies you also. So, therefore, when you study the Word, the Word of God is studying you, meaning it's studying where you are also in it. It's studying mm-hmm. where it's trying to bring you out of in your circumstances, in your situation. So, in other words, it's studying you. That's how, once you've studied the Word of God and obeyed it, that's how you can begin, that Word begins to activate, be activated on the inside of you. It brings in life in you. So the spoken word, when the spoken word comes, whether you be in a congregational setting or just driving in your car one day and you hear the voice of the Lord or you just crossing the street and, and a, a person walks up to you and just say, the Lord said, amen. So therefore, but the written word that's in you will quicken your mortal body to help you to understand and know whether that person knew you or not. Whether that person know anything about your situation or circumstance or not, but because of the written word that's in you, that you have obeyed, God can send his spoken word to you. God can send you a word now because you can hear it based upon that written word that you acknowledge and you have submitted yourself to. Amen. Amen. If nothing else, um, Elder, can you please close us out, if you don't mind? Amen. Amen. Again, we thank and praise God. Amen. For the teaching on tonight on the spoken word. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Faith 
cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But again, we must also begin to speak, amen, what God has said, amen. Glory be to God. Father God, we thank you and we praise you on this night, Lord God, for your word in spirit and in truth, Lord God, for sending us your word, Lord God, letting us know, Lord God, that you're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man. When you speak it, amen, you will bring it to pass. Father God, we thank and praise you, Lord God, for your faithfulness to your word, Lord God, to your spoken and your written word, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you will continue, Lord God, to to bless our teacher on tonight, Lord God. Continue to bless all those that teach on this line. Continue, Lord God, to give us your word in spirit and in truth, Lord God, and continue to speak through us to teach your people, Lord God. Amen. To lead and guide your people, amen, to where you would have them to be, Father. Father, we ask, oh God, that there be any sick among this line, Lord God, that you would heal, deliver, and set them free, Father. And as they leave, amen, this presence, Lord God, that they would take this word with them, Lord God. Take the teaching with them, Lord God, the spoken word. Father, but don't allow them to forget about your written word, Lord God, that we must do and obey your written word, Lord God, and then we'll be prepared, Lord God, for your spoken word, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank and praise you again for your teaching on tonight, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good night. Amen. Good night. Amen.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.